0: Welcome to the Positive Sports Podcast. I'll be your host this evening, Ed Montana, alongside me today. As usual, I guess not usual because sometimes we have a special guest like we did last week, but back to normal, my brother Alex. Alex, how you doing, buddy?
1: Man, I'm doing great. Uh, doing great. I'm doing great. Just chilling, relaxing.
0: Oh, well, Yeah. It's the life of an old man. Yeah, well,
1: you know, go to sleep around. Well, it's actually past my bedtime. It's uh, like eight
0: thirty-two or Yeah, we're running, we're running a little late this week because we've had technical difficulties and schedules and whatnot. But we did give everyone a little bonus podcast last week when I had Victor Rodriguez from Bloody Elbow on talking MMA. You and I don't talk a lot of MMA, but I watch a lot of MMA. So we have Victor on, and we talked about a lot of UFC. So uh, you might want to go check that out. And the other thing we got done, in spite of all these technical difficulties, and Alex, I haven't even told you about this, but you can now catch us on YouTube, Podbean, Google Play, iTunes, and Spotify. Oh.
1: Sweet. Moving on up.
0: That's right. We're moving up now. We didn't get that fat deal that Joe Rogan got for like a hundred million. In fact, we didn't get anything. But we're <laughs> on Spotify just like Joe Rogan. That's
1: right. That's right. That's all that matters. Hey, look, we're on the same. Platinum. I was gonna say level. Yeah, but not really. But I mean, we're, we're basically we're in the same.
0: We're basically the same as the Joe Rogan podcast, basically.
1: We're on the same level, just not in tax bracket.
0: Right. But, I mean, who knows what how these tax brackets work anyway, right? The thing is, you can catch us on Spotify now. If that's, if that's your podcast platform of choice, when you go listen to Joe Rogan, once you're done listening to Joe Rogan, you can talk. You can listen to the positive sports podcast with Alex and I. How about that?
1: That's right. That's right. Make sure you listen. Go check out uh, the interview I did with Victor. it was it was pretty good. A lot of, yeah, a lot of UFC, uh, entertaining even for uh, the casual fan. Like, getting into UFC. It's still a, a good listen, and uh, you you might learn a few things here and there. So uh, check it out.
0: Hey Alex, I don't. Um... I don't mean to be rude, but I I did the interview with Victor Rodriguez, not you.
1: What did I say? You said, check out my interview with Victor Rodriguez. (laughs) Oh, did I? Oh, well, it's my podcast. I wasn't there, but I was there. Hey, um, are
0: we going to watch the fights this weekend?
1: Uh, I don't know who's fighting McGregor. I may be there for that.
0: Yeah, maybe. I'll 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 text you because I'm gonna set it up with some guys. I don't know where we're going yet, but you're going. I know it'll be a little bit past your bedtime, but you'll be okay. You can sleep in on Sunday.
1: I don't even know anymore, but oh well. All right, man.
0: Well, let's get to it. Uh, yeah, let's talk about the um, the NFL playoffs. We're headed to the um, we're headed to the conference championship games. Uh, I can't wait. I think I think really these are two games that we really want to see. You know, we got we got the top two teams in the AFC. We got a, a great storyline in the NFC. Uh, let's recap last week. Uh, You had the Packers taking on the Rams at home. They went ahead and won that game. uh, I would say rather easily. I didn't, I mean, the Rams were kind of limited. I mean, Aaron Donald was hurt, so he wasn't his usual self. You know, Goff is still working off that thumb injury. I mean, the game really didn't tell me much because the Rams were kind of not, you know, really not, I won't say not worthy to be there, but they just weren't at full capacity to really give it a go against a a Packers team that's pretty darn good. What'd you think?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think even if the Rams were at full, Packers would have anyway, not as easy as it seemed. What stood out like the change of pace? The Packers controlled the football. I mean they really like went to work on every drive the first half and that that was uh I, I'm not used to Aaron Rodgers cuz I he he kind of works a little faster more often than not so their run game was on point their their defensive run game was was good. Aaron Rodgers was um I mean, they, they fucking look good. They look good.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, It'll be interesting to see what happens this weekend because they're going to get a, I think a more formidable test Um, this weekend, they're going to play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who, you know, Tampa Bay had to go down to new Orleans and play the saints Uh, really a battle of legends. Tom Brady on one side, drew Brees on the other. Uh, to be honest, for me, I didn't want to see either one of those guys lose. Uh, I think they're both, you know, obviously Hall of Fame careers and just great, great people in general. It was great to watch them go at it. But in the end, really the Buccaneers defense did the job on the Saints and pretty, I mean, pretty much dominated that game, making it so that the Buccaneers would uh, come out ahead. And uh and and beat the uh beat the Saints in New Orleans after losing twice and one time really bad during the season. Uh were you surprised that the Buccaneers were able to turn the tables on the Saints like that?
1: Uh no, nah, I was more surprised at Drew Brees coughing up that game, really. I mean, he fucking threw a bunch of picks. I mean <laughs> I mean he, he the Buzz for a better field position in that game. And Drew Brees gave it to them three times so and then you know the Bucks did what they had to do and that's score off, off turnovers but I mean the Saints gave him the ball pretty much uh, in good field position every time I was more shocked. I was shocked at how at how uncomfortable Drew Brees looked part of it because I think the Bucks made him a little uncomfortable and I don't think he was 100% healthy either
0: You know, you got to wonder, remember earlier in the season, he came back from that rib injury and he came back. I thought he came back a week early because they really wanted to, you know, they really wanted to win that game against the, um, against the Kansas city chiefs at home. And, um, and I feel like they, you know, they, they, they pushed him a little bit early Um, and, and really, I kind of agree with you. Like it, it seemed like he was not a hundred percent. He just didn't, he just didn't, uh, he, he just didn't have it. And give, give the Bucks defense credit. Um, you know, they, they put a lot of pressure on him. Uh, they got to him quite a bit. And, uh, and, and you're right. The Bucks offense at the end of the day did what they were supposed to do. Right. They, they got a short field and they converted quite a bit and ended up winning the game. I won't say easily uh, because there was still a little bit of, uh, you know, it was a tie game in the third quarter uh, or at the end of the third quarter. So it was still tough, but the Buccaneers did what they had to do.
1: I think Bree's wife came out today and she posted something about him having more than just uh, about Bree's having more of just rib issues, like Hmm. torn rotator cuff uh and my other issue is and it, if somebody could have maybe just made this if it got leaked why announce that you're retiring before that game I didn't like that like why why even let that get out if if Drew Brees and his people let it get out
0: yeah but I thought that was kind of weird now I, I I thought that was kind of weird too you know he's um Drew Brees is a consummate professional. And, and I I felt like that having that kind of conversation or letting that kind of story uh, leak out before the game, I thought was just kind of weird, not, not in character with uh, Drew Brees, the way we've seen him over the past, however many years he's been in the league, right? Um, Do you think he actually retires? I mean, is he you think he's really done?
1: Yeah, he could be. He could be. I wouldn't be shocked if he does retire. He's not, you know, he's never been the most mobile quarterback. On top of being, he's already got a challenge of being a short quarterback. You're only going to get older. You're only getting older. You're going to be slower. Move around as quick. Now you got fucking injuries missing. Yeah. I don't know that he has anything else to prove. He's got a lot of the records. He's got a Super Bowl. Um, He's done a lot of great things in the NFL, outside the NFL. I don't know that he has a lot more to prove. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. You know, for these guys, I don't
1: think... I don't know.
0: For these guys, I don't think it's a matter of having anything to prove. I think it's a pure love of the game. For a guy like Drew Brees... For a guy like Drew Brees, it seems to me like it's a pure love of the game. It's a pure love of teammates, right? Being around the guys and just wanting to compete, right? I think those are the three things that really keep those guys coming back. Same thing with Brady, right? And Brady and, and you know, Philip Rivers retired today. So, I mean, you could throw him in that category as well. It's the uh, – the desire to compete um, the desire to win and the, the the fun that they have with their teammates. Right. I think that's what keeps them coming back for more.
1: Yeah, I agree with that, but I think with football, especially being a quarterback, you know, you're up in the 35, 36 years old. I mean, after a while, it's that's not fun anymore. Getting hit and then with injuries that Bree had, you know, this an year. injury or two last year, now this year. Uh, and if what his wife put out is true, he's got more than just ribs uh, injury, then I don't know. It, that, that that doesn't become fun after a while.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know. So, i tell you what. If that this we'll just have to wait and see if that
0: rotator cuff thing is true, that would explain some of those throws because he, he, he threw some balls that they they didn't have any zip on them. And, 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 you know, the window is so small that if you don't zip it in there sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, it's easy for it to get tipped or whatever. And he had a couple of interceptions like that and a couple of bad throws and throws where he threw behind guys. And so, that may very well be what, what happened. Hey, did you see the video after the game of, uh, you know, way after the game, hours after the game, of Brady and Drew Brees and Drew Brees' kids uh, on the field and uh, Tom Brady tossing a ball to, to one of his kids and whatnot? Did you see that?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean – Yeah, that was pretty good.
0: I love my dad to death but that was one moment where I wish my dad was Drew Brees. (laughs) (laughs) How cool is that when you're 10 years old to be, you know, just kind of hanging out in the the Superdome and getting some balls thrown to you by Tom Brady.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Neat moment to get ever.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the conference championship game here in a bit, but let's go on to the AFC. Um, the game that I was most looking forward to was the Bills and the Ravens. And it really ended up being a bit of a dud. The Ravens just – the Ravens just couldn't do anything against that Bills defense, which which was kind of surprising to me. Um, the Bills did – watching that game gave me a lot of hope for the Bills next week against the Chiefs because – they handled the mobility issue with Lamar Jackson. I thought fantastic. He was contained the entire game. He just never got going, and uh, you know I think they did a, a great job of it. What do you think?
1: Yeah, what what talked a lot about are missing. Uh, I think they threw the ball the first. 13 plays of of their first drive their first 13 plays. They were all pass plays. Yeah. And, and I think that the Ravens were, were playing, but the bills passing game is, I think that good that they were able to, you know, kind of move the ball. They weren't scoring a lot of points in the first half, but they moved the ball pretty well on that, on that Ravens defense. Uh, I I mean, they won without a pretty much. Yeah. Um, So.
0: And you know,
1: I like the Bills. They they that's a tough team right there.
0: It is, and that Ravens defense is nothing to sneeze at. And I mean, every week, every week we come back here and we do this podcast, and you have to talk about Stephon Diggs. I mean, he is just he catches everything in sight. Josh Allen and and Stephon Diggs have this instant chemistry, right? It's obviously been a a full season now, so I guess people – you don't have to think of it as instant. But, I mean, they look like they've been playing – they look like Montana and Rice. I mean, they look like they've been playing together forever. Stephon Diggs is a real problem for, you know, anyone that they face going forward. Uh, And Josh Allen has to be thinking – that's the best Christmas present I've ever gotten in my entire life, even if it was over the summer.
1: <laughs> Josh Allen's got the strongest in the league, without a doubt. I think his I think his arm is strong. Like, he overthrows the past 40 yards, and it it, it intended to be 40, 50 yards, and it, it sails for like five yards. I mean, he's got the strongest arm in the league, without yeah. a doubt.
0: Yeah, I, I can't think of anyone who's got a stronger arm off the top of my head. I mean, he's just – I mean, he's slinging footballs around. And the other thing is, yeah. that's one big dude. I mean, the few plays that oh, he yeah. where he runs the ball, it's – I mean, I mean, he's almost like a running
1: back. He's a truck. He might have to be this weekend too.
0: Yeah, didn't one of their running backs get hurt? Because they've got those two running backs that they use. I think one of them got hurt, but maybe back. I don't know. But am I right? One of them got hurt?
1: Uh, I I don't know. So. I don't know. It looked like they didn't play with any running backs on uh, last weekend.
0: Yeah, not at all. I agree with you. Um, Moving on, they will uh, have to travel to Kansas City to face the Kansas City Chiefs who, uh, you know, they beat the Browns. Hats off to the Browns, man. They they look like a team that's going to be on the rise going forward. They have some holes defensively that they need to address in the offseason. But offensively, they look like they can really be a handful. And, you know, they only scored 17 points against the Chiefs, but they stayed in the game. And when it looked like the game was going to get away from them, they managed to, you know, really stay in the game and made some key stops to not let the Chiefs get too far away from them. it. Was 19 to three at the half, and then really in the in the second half, they pushed it. It looked like they were in big trouble, and they somehow managed to get closer and closer. And you know, I didn't think they were ever going to win the game, but then when Mahomes went out, man, it got a little dicey. Uh, you know how. How nervous would you have been if you were a Chiefs fan? You
1: know, super nervous. I mean, your fucking quarterback goes out. I mean, you know. I thought the Browns had a risk to win that game. Even when they were losing 19-3, I really thought they could, they could pull this one off. I really thought.
0: Yeah, especially because the Chiefs were the Chiefs were moving the ball well, but they weren't scoring touchdowns. They were being held the field goals they kicked what was it, like four field goals, four or five, five yeah. field goals. Right? So they they really got held. Well, yeah. no. no. No, 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 no. Three field goals, right? Because they missed that extra point on the first touchdown. So, you know, right, right, right. It, it you know, the 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 Cleveland defense, while they still have work to do, they did show a lot of a lot of guts because they 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 buckled down and and really kind of held on to uh you know keeping the Chiefs out of the end zone aside from that first touchdown. Um uh, look, hats off to Chad Henney. That was a, a really difficult spot to come in. And I realize he's not a rookie quarterback, right? By any stretch, he's been in the league for quite a few years, but that's still that's not easy, and to come into that situation and do what he did the and then the the drive to seal the game at the very end, where he, you know, what was it third and fourteen he goes on a run gets thirteen and three quarters of it, and then the fourth down to uh, you know to seal the game. Hats off to him, man! Talk about next man up. That was that was a clutch clutch situation for that team. Hit you know if the browns get that ball back we're having a different conversation today i think
1: yeah 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 definitely props to him that's a it's tough for any quarterback to just come in you're probably not expecting to right or if, if it's kind of a, you know a little a little uh you know the quarterback gets gets knocked out a little maybe you expect him to come back in and but he did what he had to do.
0: Yeah, um, that hit on Mahomes didn't look—it didn't look that bad, but I guess it's pretty easy to get a concussion sometimes.
1: And I don't know.
0: Did you think the it was plan, dirty? I don't
1: care what anybody says, huh? Uh-huh. Is dirty? A dirty hit? You thought
0: Did you think it was dirty? No. I thought it was a little dirty. It looked like he pulled on his head a little bit. It wasn't
1: necessary. Uh, did he? Did they flag him? No. 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 Okay. No
0: flag. No flag, and 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 the league even. I think the league even came out and said, "No big deal. No, no, you know, uh, they they reviewed it in New York, and no big deal. So that's the end of that." um so now we have our conference championship games uh let's go back to the nfc the buccaneers will head up to green bay they played earlier this year and the Buccaneer and it was in green bay and the buccaneers won i think it was like 38 to 10 but you know i'm not gonna hang my hat on that because if you recall Aaron Rodgers had a very on Aaron Rodgers like game and he threw a pick six. It just he just wasn't on that day. Um, what do you think happens on on Sunday in Green Bay?
1: Uh man. we will probably get a close it'll be closer than the AFC, I think. Um I don't know. I'm just hoping Big Dick Rogers wins. That's it. Really? Why? Yeah, you, fuck Why? Yeah. Why, yeah. Are you, why are you rooting for Rogers? Because he's the MVP of the league. That's why. He's the best quarterback right now. He's the best quarterback. Yeah, maybe. And I think he. I think he deserves that second ring. I think he deserves in the two. Uh, he deserves to be in the in the two Super Bowl conversation. Right.
0: No, yeah. You know, I think if you ask most people, especially casual fans, most people would think that Aaron Rodgers has two two Super Bowl rings, but he doesn't. He's only got that one. Uh, Speaking of which, who do you think has more pressure on Sunday, Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady?
1: There's no pressure. These guys are professionals. They've been in the league for so long. There's no pressure. No, I don't think they have any pressure they're, because they're so cool under pressure. They they've proved so cool under two minutes, right? In the Super Bowl, uh, in playoff games, I don't think there's pressure. See, I think there's more pressure on
0: Aaron Rodgers because for Aaron Rodgers, this is probably his best chance to get back to a second Super Bowl, right? He's get, he gets to play at home. Most of the time, it seems like he always has to go on the road and he ends up losing. Um, but now he gets to play at home. And, you know, obviously they had to the buy a week, so they're not as beat up. The Bucs have, have had to go through two tough games to get there. And I feel like Tom Brady's kind of playing with house money, you know? I think the fact that the Patriots did so bad. Tom Brady probably almost feels like he gets a pass, right? Like he's already done better than the Patriots. So there's no pressure on him. You know, the conference championship or Super Bowl, he still had a much better year than the Patriots. And remember in the beginning of the season, there was all that talk about what was the key to the Patriots success. Was it Bill Belichick as a coach or was it Tom Brady as the quarterback? And now I think he doesn't feel that pressure. So for him, I feel like, it's pretty easy for him. But for Rodgers, this is probably one of his best chances to get back to the Super Bowl, but he's got to go up against a team that is a very formidable opponent. So I feel like Aaron Rodgers has more of the pressure.
1: I don't know. Not all that, I mean, you can even, Brady has more pressure because he's older. He's yeah. probably closer to retiring than Aaron Rodgers is. Now? And actually, he might have the pressure because he – I mean, he's a perfectionist. You know what I mean? It's Tom Brady. And now that you make me think about it, he may have more most of the pressure. He would go Belichick. So he probably feels like he has to pick the best game to reach the Super Bowl without Bill Belichick. Hmm it's funny how, but no, I mean, I, I, I I think, I, I think at this point, these two guys are, they are quarterbacks and I think they're just up for the challenge. And I don't think there's any, if anything, there's pressure on the opposing to try to, you know, both of these quarterbacks.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's gotta be, it's gotta be a, uh, a defensive coordinator's nightmare to deal with these two offenses. They have so many weapons all over the field, right? The Bucks have Mike Evans and Fournette is running the ball. Great. The offensive line is good. And they've got Gronkowski. And then on the other side, the Packers have a great running game as well with, with, uh, with Jones and Adams. I mean, it's, it's not going to be fun to be a defensive coach uh, this weekend in, in Green Bay. Uh, Let's move on to the AFC. You have the Buffalo Bills headed up to Kansas City, uh, or headed down to Kansas City, I guess, to play the Chiefs in the AFC Conference Championship game. Now, from what I'm hearing so far, Patrick Mahomes is clearing steps. He's going to practice. He's not out of the concussion protocol yet, but he looks like he's going to be on his way out of concussion protocol, which means he will play on Sunday. Um, What are you looking forward to most in this game on Sunday?
1: I'm not looking forward to it. I think this is going to be a blowout. Really? Absolutely blowout. Yeah. I think the Bills are going to go up to Kansas. City, down to Kansas City to the left of Kansas, wherever. Kansas City is, if it's in Kansas, where it is. So that, look, and and the Mahomes thing, I, I think that's a non-story. He's fucking playing. I don't care. They can list him full practice, not practice. He's playing. I think the Bills are gonna win. I think the Bills are gonna out. Really. Yes. You're, you're
0: hopping on that, you're hopping on that Bills Mafia train and you're like, you're right in the front, right? Like you're blowing the horn in the caboose. Woo, You're all all
1: in on the Bills. I mean, I've, I've, I've been pretty invested in them since, you know, quite some time. And now, I mean, I think they absolutely knocked down this door.
0: Now, I, I noticed you used the word invested most of the time when people use the word invested it has financial implications are you telling me that you may have uh you know wagered something on a future you know event somehow maybe at the beginning maybe before the season started you maybe uh dropped a few shekels on something for the bills
1: Um I will not discuss that here. <laughs> no, I, I wish I dibbled and dabbled on the bills, but no, I, I did not.
0: You want me to tell you, you want me to tell you a secret? I promise. What's that? I um I actually did put a small, small wager on the bills to win the Super Bowl. And on the Bills to win the AFC.
1: Okay. Wow. Well, fuck. Let's go Bills.
0: Yeah. Except I think they're gonna lose. <laughs> I think. So really? I don't know. I think that small bet may be Are you exact, hedging right now. <laughs> that that small bet may be the exact reason that Patrick Mahomes makes a miracle comeback from concussion protocol and just wipes the bills away
1: (laughs) oh man did that small bet move the number a little bit or what
0: no come on that's my when when vegas talks about how much (laughs) when vegas talks about how much money was wagered on the bills to win the AFC or to win the Super Bowl, they don't even mention, like, the section where my wager falls in, you know? The single, no. digit, <laughs> the single digit all the way out there, all the way to the right, they don't mention that one. No.
1: The, the, the wagers uh, provided through a uh, Coinstar doesn't make it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: You know how many bottles and cans I had to return to make that wager? <laughs>
1: Did you show up with your, you know, your empty uh, gallon of milk?
0: (laughs) I, I, uh, yeah, I've been collecting, you know, I've been collecting nickels and dimes and pennies for, you know, a year or so in order to make that bet. And, you know, we don't use much change nowadays. There's a coin shortage and well. So who, right. So who you got? um, Look, I'm, obvious for obvious reasons i would like to uh, i would like to see the bills win because i would like to say i called it right uh right. now that now that i think about it the fact that i told you when i hadn't told anyone up until now i probably just killed the bills chances of winning uh, but I'm, I'm serious i i think you know every time i watch the chiefs especially on offense it's just it's just too many goddamn weapons it's almost unfair and I just don't think that the Bills can. Uh, I don't think the Bills can slow them down. And if they can't slow them down, they, they. I don't think they can score at the same pace that the Chiefs do. I think. I think the you know the best chance for the Chiefs to get knocked off was last week. Uh, you know they just kind of didn't quite have it in the red zone, and then Mahomes goes out, and the Browns are making a comeback. I feel like that was the close call. And I feel like this week they're going to fire on all cylinders. And, you know, to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if the chiefs actually blow the bills
1: out. Hmm. Yeah. I I don't know, but I I hope you're right. I think where the bills may have issues. (laughs) I hope I think where the bills may have issues would be like, you know, running the ball obviously I think that's got to be effective but I think they can definitely keep up I mean they've scored a lot of points throughout the season I think they can definitely keep up offensively and defensively uh, that's a better defense than than the Browns have so I don't know and you know Mahomes may be playing a little scared oh
0: I don't think that
1: come Sunday
0: now, if it was a different kind of injury, maybe. But a knock on the head, I don't, I don't think that one's going to make him scared. I, I think, I think you're right. Sometimes you see guys play a little scared when they're coming back from a knee issue, but or a rib issue, but not, not, not the concussion. Especially if he clears protocol and you know doesn't, you know doesn't have any lingering effects from the from the shot last week. So. Uh, it's funny, this is also a rematch, remember? But this rematch happened, uh, the first game in between these two teams happened in Buffalo, and if you recall, the Chiefs won that game, but the Bills were coming on at the end of the game, kind of like the Browns did last week against the Chiefs. So, you know, who knows? I wonder what they're going to take away from that first meeting.
1: Was this a two- that Tuesday game?
0: yeah. Yeah, it was that okay. midweek game, right? Because their schedules got messed up because of COVID. Right. So, right. Should be a, should be a good weekend, though. I always, I always enjoy uh, Conference Championship Sunday. Uh, you know, it's only two games, but there's so much on the line. And, you know, obviously by this point, there's nothing but good, good teams. So, hopefully, we get two, two, uh, two really good games to watch.
1: So I'm gonna end this debate and say Aaron Rodgers was better, probably will be better than Lamar Jackson
0: for this year.
1: This year, next, all time. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah,
0: you look. Lamar Jackson had to deal with COVID issues during the season. Otherwise, it might be a different story. I was wrong. I'm going to say it. I was – and I've said this before. Aaron Rodgers, I apologize. I was dead wrong. You are still an elite, elite, elite level quarterback. Holy shit, what a season he's had.
1: But I paid. Huh? He's going to get fucking paid. I said, Lamar Jackson is going to get Yeah,
0: for sure. For sure.
1: Um, And And if I would the Ravens, I would be a little hesitant. I would be scared of giving him a, you know, this super ridiculous contract because I don't know that I don't know that that style, I don't know that his quarterback play can take him to that next the next level.
0: Yeah, I I agree with you. And um, I, I agree with you because, look, at the end of the day, as much as he runs the football, he's still a quarterback. And right one good hit, and you could have a real problem on your hands. You could have – you know, you could have a lot of dead money in a contract with one guy. So I completely agree with you. I, I just – He's going to get a big contract. He deserves a big contract because he, he's done a lot and he is, he is a, a, an incredible talent. But man, if I was the Ravens, I really wish I didn't have to.
1: You know, it's funny when, you, you know, we mentioned all, and if you really analyze the AFC North, it could be complete season. Like the Browns are clearly better. You figure they're going to get better. right? The Bengals, I think they have some upside. Oh, absolutely. The Steelers, we don't know about Big Ben. We don't even know who the hell their quarterback is going to be. Right? We, that team is kind of, you don't know where it's going. Some, some players are going to retire. And the Ravens, you know, they got a step further this season in the playoffs. Do they have the team? You know, of course they can make some draft picks and some free agent right, signings. Right but but can they get now to a AFC championship game like do they have this this division can be completely upside down next season well you Crazy. know the,
0: it's it's funny because this division has very much been dominated by the Steelers and the Ravens for a long time and not yeah. only have they been dominant in the division they've been players in the entire conference right and right. Those two could potentially go away and not go away, but could have a significant decline. And you're right. Yeah. The Browns and the Bengals, the Bengals are probably a couple years away, but the Browns yeah. look like they can make a serious run next year, provided things go well in the offseason for the Browns and they stay healthy. I mean, they could be a significant player in the AFC next year, next year. Yeah right and the bengal's probably a couple years behind if they make good moves so yeah you're not you're not you're not wrong it's it's interesting because we haven't seen that right in a decade two decades i mean it's been a long time since the browns and the bengal's have been tops in that division i mean you'd have to go back to the 80s right back to the 80s when the bengal's made a super bowl and the browns Played the Broncos in that AFC Championship. I mean, you'd have to go to the '80s. That's almost 30 years ago, and that is 30 years ago. I mean, that's a long time. Yeah, 35. It's Actually, close it's closer to 40. Yeah, I mean, it's that's a long yeah, that's fucking crazy. time. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Uh, anyway, we'll we'll see on Sunday. That was good. Yeah. Um. Hey. Uh. I. I I'm. I'm dying to hear, and you and I talk a lot, but, but we actually have not had much of a chance to talk about the NBA and to talk specifically about the trade that the Nets made. I am super curious, and I'm sure all of our listeners that know what a big Nets fan you are are super curious to hear your thoughts on the blockbuster deal last week that happened involving the Nets getting James Harden um, giving up some picks and Lavert, and obviously Indiana was involved with uh, Oladipo. And I mean, just give me what, give me what you think about the trade, especially from a Nets perspective. Uh,
1: I mean, I, I, I don't like it. I don't like it. Cause I don't like Harden. Uh, but um, I think we gave up, we gave up Jared Allen. We gave up. Tory and prince and a bunch of first round swaps right uh, so obviously it's 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 a win now it's a win now move
0: Plain and oh, simple.
1: it's a win now move yeah so I, I think they gave up a uh, of debt in the from the bench mm-hmm. I think they gave up some inside play presence uh, as far as rebounding and defense goes. We don't. We don't really have small, and without Jared, we look even smaller. Yeah. Um, but when you watch uh, tonight, I was I was watching obviously all three play, and you still need some time to to play together. But without Kyrie, watching Durant and Harden, uh. I mean that's that's fucking 60 points, 70 points. I mean that's that's a lot of buckets, man. And yeah. they were kind of freestyling it, I guess, from what Steve Nash was saying. And Kyrie comes back after taking some PTO and you know, needing the pause and you know whatever he had whatever he had to do, it worked because he came back and he dropped about thirty points tonight and he was going off. So and in the playoffs won't matter because you, you you don't use your whole bench so right. you you know right you go to like an eight or nine man rotation this team needs time um but it's championship or bust, man plain and simple is that is if they don't win it's a complete failure it's a failure because you made this trade expecting your future to win now and and that's fine I'm fine with it. yeah win now Two things. Two things struck
0: me about the trade. Um, I I completely agree with you. It's it's a win now situation. Um, unfortunately, I feel like it's an only win now situation. Like I don't think, I don't I don't think that those three together are sustainable for two, three, four, five, six seasons. Right um because of Harden and the way he is and Kyrie and the way he is i feel like this thing could really implode if it if it doesn't if it doesn't work this year i don't think it's going to work next year except for one thing it's really going to test steve nash and steve nash is the kind of guy that might very well be able to keep them as a cohesive unit, really firing on all cylinders, because he's a guy who, A, he's a point guard, right? And so to me, point guards are the smartest guys on the court. And so he, I, I feel like he is a very, very smart guy. Even though he doesn't have the coaching experience, he's a very smart guy. And I think he, in that regard, he should be able to manage those egos and manage those players. Um and I think if he, I think a lot will depend on him ultimately, uh, and and look, when you think about when you think about the deal, if the if the Nets were in the West, I would say, oh, you know, you made this big deal to win now, but the West is so hard. But in the East, it's great because who are the real challengers in the East? The Bucks the bucks have already shown that they can fold in the playoffs the heat the heat aren't as talented as, as as this nets team so the sixers they have issues the celtics they're you know they're not they're not world beaters i don't feel like so really by bringing harden in for this year all you have to do is get those guys to work together during the season and then come playoff time, you should be able to run all the way to the finals. And then, of course, anything can happen in the finals. Um, the lack of height uh, did strike me, but where is that really going to be a problem in the East? I don't. I mean, a little bit with the Sixers, but not enough to really swing the balance to, uh, you know, make a, a six a series with the Sixers and make them the favorite. Where it's going to get difficult is when they have to play in the finals against someone like the Lakers or um or the clippers even you know so it's i feel like it's a win now thing and it's got to happen this year it, i mean you can't it's not like the the big 3 uh, when they went to miami right where they they didn't win it the first year but then they came back and you could see that they were a little bit better and they, they you know you felt like they were going to win with this nets team i feel like it's got to happen now because with
1: harden and irving together it makes me nervous. Yeah, and I think I think it can happen because I, I don't see any even in the West I don't see a team matching up to these. Guys. This is you can't double team any one of them. Like on the Lakers, you can double team Anthony Davis. They got LeBron. You can double team LeBron Anthony Davis. Denver, you can double team Jokic. You know, yeah. I mean you got three guys here. I mean you got three of the top ten top ten players on the same team. Top 15, right? We'll be conservative. That's fine. Still,
0: on on one team, though. Yeah. Well, you could double team them. You could double team them if you played six on five. (laughs) All right, because that's not allowed. But then you'd have two guys running around by themselves, which, you know, probably not good for for offensive
1: stats. But hey man I'm uh you know if 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 they make it to the finals, I'm happy if they win it that great and if 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 all they win is one final, then you know what if if the Nets win a final this season and it's, it's the only final they win in the next whatever five I, I'll be happy. yeah, I'll be happy
0: yeah I mean, winning an NBA championship is winning an NBA championship, right I mean
1: well, especially how the Nets did it, right? Because seven seven years ago they traded the farm for two old guys and yeah. we didn't we didn't own Sean Marks didn't own a pig for like the next five years. <laughs> so this turnaround, seriously, this turnaround yeah. for a franchise, and if you've been a fan of the team, it's like it's amazing what he's done, really. So I'll take it. Yeah. I will
0: take it. I agree with you. I agree with you. All right, man. You
1: got anything else? I'm ready to wrap this puppy up.
0: Yeah, I don't have anything else to talk about. How about you?
1: (laughs) Uh no, I'm done. Can't think. Alrighty.
0: Uh hey, if you if if people want to chop it up with you about the nets, how do they get a hold of you, buddy? On Twitter at bro one. Excellent. And if you want to get a hold of me and talk UFC or football or baseball or whatever you want to talk about, I don't care. You can reach me on Twitter as well at emontana21. As always, folks, have a great week. Thank you very much for listening, watching, subscribing, commenting, complaining, whatever it is that you guys do. We appreciate it all. As always, folks, ignore the negativity. Be the positivity. Ace.